What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Over here, the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm well. We are in harmony, you and I, today. Yes, we are. We've been singing goofy songs <gasps> about pooping and things. I think we're through uh, the planning phase for the most part, the bulk of E3. Now we're getting excited because we're into the fun part where we actually just go get to do it. Is that how you feel? <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This episode was recorded long before E3. We were going to play it off, sir. We were going to act we like we were going to play it off. I was going to be like, man, I can't believe we got home so fast from E3 and recorded this show and had it up on Patreon.com. So that's kind of funny. So oh, well, then just ble- Kevin, at no, 158.34, no. bleep out everything that's I just not did. Even, he said we were bleep. near two, and then it's like 158, whatever. Kevin out there is packing us up for. Man, I'll tell you right now, E3 sure was fun. <laughs> Nailed it. Fucking killed it. Thank you. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's us. Kind of funny. Getting ready to go to E3, so we're all fucking crazy. Yeah, we had a pizza little, party little today to raise morale, and Nick and I's morale is through the roof. <sighs> Nick didn't eat the pizza. Yeah, the nope. pizza party was something special. I yeah. had fun. Good. It That's good. the pure one, Tim Gettys. Yeah. I had three slices of pizza. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's all? I thought you I thought you took three at the beginning. You never went back I never for went seconds. Back. Interesting. Never went back. Interesting. Yeah. I was working on shit. But we all, we've all been working on shits. But yeah, yeah the, you know, when it happens, when the pizza party pops off, you got to get on it. Mm-hmm. Can't, you can't look a pizza party horse in the mouse. I'm happy we had a pizza party because I was promised a pizza party at IGN. Never got it. For By what? the way, Greg, Greg just said you can't look a Thank pizza party horse in, in the, the mouse. mouse. So mm-hmm. yeah. there's a new mm-hmm. saying that you can't look a pizza party horse in the mouse. Earlier no, why today, you, you fucked up on calling Greg Live and I didn't call no, you. No, I don't fuck up. There was an, It was in the chat. I'm trying to remember what it was. No, you'll never remember. You'll have to go watch the entire show to figure out. Even then, out. I'd have to. It was, was the it? chat that called it. Oh, I, I remember what it was. Uh, it was the 55-minute tirade you guys went on about backyard barbecuing. And then you drew a graph that was literally, I think, years from now, people will look at it and go, oh, that explains everything. That was the first mm. time we knew. The they pride along the first time. Colin Moriarty was out of control. Good to be here with you today. Good to they have were you geniuses. Here as well. But they were twisted geniuses. Twisted fucks. I was just examining the barbecue situation, that's all. It's I do feel like we situation. are losing our grip on reality, reality quick. Oh, definitely. I haven't even left yeah. the house in three days. I was just done. That's what I'll probably do. Yeah. I haven't no, left the house no, at all no. since Sunday. You don't need to. It's Wednesday. <laughs> you got drones. <laughs> we'll drone airdrop you shit. What? Went to the grocery store. Got everything I needed. Got the internet. Like done. Well, we're set. Good. We're set. You got a toilet. You got 55 to 65 half drunk bottles of Arrowhead water. Mm-hmm. You're good to go. Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm this is not going to go bad. No, definitely not. Water. Definitely How many not. times have you refilled that particular bottle? Do you uh, know? Like four times, probably. Yeah. Okay. It's looking Nailed like it. Four. It was Celtic. It said Celtic, like a Celtic warrior, and you kept saying Celtic, idiot. Uh, we say Celtic in the United States. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. What are the bo- What does the Boston basketball team call it, Greg? I'm just curious. The Celtics. They're the Celtics. Okay, good. Okay, I was just curious. Just curious about, you know, that, you know, I, all I about know the that... only usage of a word in American English is the basketball team that we've been calling the Celtics for like 120 years. Amy Gilroy fell off her pot of gold over in Ireland yeah. and couldn't believe her fucking ears. Was she a leprechaun? I don't yeah, know what to, I don't know what to, I don't know Island. what to tell you about that. I'm just that. letting you know like, uh, you screwed up. I'm half Irish. I didn't screw anything Boy. up. We don't this is the thing that bothers Boy. me is we do not say words the way that they're said in their native languages. English is an amalgamation of a lot of different words. A lot of them come from many of them come from Latin. You don't see us speaking fucking Latin over here. We mm-hmm. Americanize yeah. your mm-hmm. words. Yeah, we slaughter it. I don't roll my Rs. Yeah, I don't say churro. Say ruffles. Ruffles. Oh, yeah, you don't. You're right. Good call. You know, yeah. it's it's the niche. Niche and niche is the great word. Yeah, it is. It is niche. It's niche. The word is Colin. niche. Niche-y. There's no accent a goo over it. That's so it's it's niche. If we're talking about the salad. So in 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 Jap- in French, it would be niche or nicoise. You know, nichey. But in English, in American English, it's a niche. It's true. We if don't you just, didn't know, uh, no, I'm not this done. I'm is not the game done. over the show. <laughs> no, you can keep going. Oh, right? thank keep you. Going. 
Now rub a little bit. You must stop. There it is. Each and every week, oh, four yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, right there. Each and every week, four. Is your pee getting hard? Best friends gather on this table. Not yet. Is your pish getting hard? No, my pish isn't getting hard. Oh, What's the, what do you guys you call magic it? magic What's the, the new word? The pish No, pish leak The yeah. pish yeah, I like that. Why? Yeah, what's the leak added to it? My grandmother would just randomly throw in extra vowels at the end of everything. Oh, she sounds like it's me. like how everyone would say, "Oh, you want some?" That's a good example. Is my Italian family, you know, being like, "Oh, you got, you know, we have some, you know, spaghetti. We got, you know, pasta, so prosciutto." I'm like, it's prosciutto. And they're like, oh, it's pretty. And they're like, oh, you want some mozzarella? I'm like, it's mozzarella. That's it's just a mozzarella. Yeah, but my, my whole Italian side of my family does that. So it's a good example. It's like, we've been here since 1920. Yeah. Yeah. You can we call don't it pee-pee. say that anymore. Yeah. Stop asking me if my pish is clean. I'm 30 years old. Yeah. My mom my mom says, uh, she has a few of those parlance she, uh, uh, sayings left. She says agita all the time. Oh, agita is a great word. I use uh, that word a lot. Which one does that mean? It just it's means stomach it, indigestion. Stomach indigestion. Ah, okay. She's like ah, but but she uses it to for just a total different. Like she'll use it for just a myriad of reasons. Like you'll piss her off. She'll be like, "Are you giving me agita?" She'll be like, oh, "You give me the agita, or you're upsetting my agita, or my agita doesn't like that, or hey, you and my agita should go fuck off." Whoa, I made that, that last seems one drastic. Off, but that, I mean, I wouldn't put that past my mom. She's oh. very she's very flowery when she gets angry. Coolie with her language. The coolie, Nikki. That was my grandmother. Would always say, "Nikki, did you wash your coolie?" Did you watch all the kiki out of your coolie? And I'm like, grandmother, I'm 17 years old. Yes. <laughs> I have If I haven't figured out how to wash my ass at this point, it's never going to happen. You don't have to worry about it. The kiki out of the coolie. The Good kiki. Lord. You poop out of your butt. Yep. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny each and every Friday to get the show a whole week early. If you don't have any money to give us, no big deal. Go to youtube.com slash kindoffunny day by day, topic by topic. It's broken out for your amusement for nothing. Then on Friday, we put the whole show up for free as a video and an MP3. Thrizzle. Tim. Shalik. You begin. Oh, I begin. You like that? Damn. I it to you. I just, we didn't, no, we didn't go over in order. I want to toss yeah, it right to I you. I didn't know. Didn't Get know going. Do your thing. All right. All right. All right. My topic today is going to be, what is your favorite Disney movie? Mm. Now, the reason this comes up is I saw this really, really cool picture on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's this thing you might have heard of. There's uh, remember the Disney movies of the '90s when they released the VHSs and they came in those big ass yeah, the, huge, the puffy things the big yeah. puffy VHS cases. It's like <sighs> only Disney did it, but then sometimes like things. I hated those things with a passion. They threw off your whole. They like, threw off the aesthetic of my VHS the, tape collection. And you know, as you guys all know, I hate that. Like, I want my collection to be a damn collection. But what I did like is that they they standardized it. So at least all your animated films, mm-hmm. your collection yeah, of those would be the, like, that. You couldn't do it alphabetically. You had to do it by like by genre. And so you'd have like uh, the Star Wars movies and then the Disney animated films that were like this big and then back to the regular size mm-hmm. VHSs. It was rubbish. Yeah, but they deserved it. It's a lot of marketing. Bill. I had Ghostbusters 1 and 2 on VHS in those same puffy cases. Well, yeah. So I feel like they revolutionized and then a bunch of other motherfuckers started copying That's when you them. knew you had like a film. Yeah. You didn't have a movie you were picking up from Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You had... A fucking piece of art right there. Yeah, exactly. That needed to be protected. And then there was like Balto and all those like knockoff ass animated films. Where do you stand on, because I had a couple because we forgot to take them back, of the ones that open up like this. Not the puffy cases, but the actual like VHS rental cases mm-hmm. that you like. Oh, yeah. And open them up. I loved those. I thought that's how. Blockbuster case. Yeah, but Blockbuster would take, eventually just print it out like the name of the movie on it. And when they give it to you. Back in the day, you used to go to, um, I used to go to Video Wiz, and they would actually have the cover on it, oh. which would be cool. So you got, you'd get it, and it would be by, oh, by the fifteenth yeah. or sixteenth time you got it, or like someone rented it, it was like chewed up and looked like someone's dog eat, had eaten it. Yeah, but it was awesome. And then, if and then they figured it out that they could Man, just like sell video stores. How weird was yeah, that? Yeah, man. Yeah, 
they're awesome. Yeah, you just don't think about it anymore. I know. I would spend so much time just going to Blockbuster or uh, I forget what the other one was called near my house, but like we Video just, Villa. That was it wasn't video. There was, was a Hollywood. There was a Hollywood video. Hollywood I, I never video. fucked with Hollywood video. When, by the time they came around, I was like, I'm Blockbuster. Ride I'm or ride die. or die. Yeah. I'm so, not fucking around here. Yeah, um, but there was you know little like mom and pop ones. Yeah, and, like there was a couple of those, and I liked those a lot. And those are the ones that had the porn in the back. And yeah, so like, yeah. being a little kid, oh, you're always like, I see some titties. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, you casually walk by like you're like, like pretending like you're times. you're a seven year old pretending like you're interested in French New Wave cinema because it yeah. was always that, and then right <laughs> behind the doors was the point. You're like, oh, Godard, I should check this out. You're jacking <laughs> off in the in the back of your villa. Why not? Why not? Do we gotta do? What the fuck, yeah. Anyways, we're way off topic. Okay, going back to the topic. So I saw an image on the internet of someone made a frozen. VHS mm. in that style. That's cool. And I was like, that's fucking cool. And it's like something that I never would have thought about just because like those things have been out of my mm. mind Love for that. surprisingly long for me being me. So that made me start thinking about the collection. I started talking to a couple of my friends just about what their thoughts are on different Disney movies because depending on when you were born, like you the you stopped watching them at different times. Mm-hmm. You know? So I feel like I have fonder memories of say Hercules or Pocahontas. <sighs> In like Tarzan era, oh. than you guys would. I'm One of those it. movies was good. Okay, Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Yeah. Was yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, <laughs> see, Pocahontas is the one that we decided is kind of the the teetering point of the. It is the end of the golden age. It is, but it doesn't necessarily qualify as golden age. No, no, definitely doesn't. Uh, no, I would say it does. Golden age ended, I think, with the Lion King. That's no, I mean, Pocahontas was the was the. Oh wait, we I'm breaking we did, out a list of Disney. Movies. We did one movie too many. Like that was because I mean, Pocahontas was huge, man. It's like Mel Gibson didn't he do the voice of uh, uh, the main John character, Smith. John, Smith. John Smith. And then who was the the who actually played Pocahontas? Do we know, no idea. Um, anyway, I just remember that movie being huge, and then seeing it and going, huh? Like it just was missing the mat. Like The Lion King, still, you watch that to this day, yeah, is a piece of art. It is so beautifully art. done. Um, and then you go back and watch Pocahontas, and then the other day, I literally, uh, I think it was like six months ago, I watched Hercules because it's on Netflix. And I was like, oh, I've never seen this. And then I watched the first 10 minutes, and I'm like, oh, no, I have seen this. I couldn't get through the first 10 minutes, and I still can't get through it. I, I had to put it down. I was like, I can't stand this movie. Yeah, Hercules is weird. I remember, I it was remember just, seeing that. I love it, but it's different. But I, So the Golden Age, we got Little Mermaid, Aladdin. The uh, Lion King. No, wait. Little Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and then Lion King. Was Little Mermaid before Beauty and the Beast? Yes. It was. Okay. Little Mermaid was 89. Okay. Yep. And November then, 17th, 1989. Yeah. So then those four are like the undeniable Golden Age. Right. right. Then there's, you get into. There's the, some in there, too. Rescuers, isn't there? That would be in the gold, uh, golden age. According to this, you think yeah, the golden age? Yeah, I love rescuers. Well, I mean, if we're going back, so starting with Lion King and then going backwards in time, they have it as Lion King, Nightmare Before Christmas, Aladdin, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast, The Rescuers Down Under, DuckTales the Movie, The Little Mermaid, Oliver and Company, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, The Great Mouse, Great Mouse Detective, The Black Cauldron, The Fox and the Hound, The Rescuers, The Many Adventures yeah. of Winnie the Pooh. And now we're getting into it. Now we're in the 70s. Now we're getting yeah. into the good stuff. <laughs> the good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of stuff. And then obviously there's the original shit back in the sure. day. We got the Snow White, Cinderellas, Sleeping yeah, I was Beauties, never into and all those. That. The only one that really stands out for me was the uh, when they did Robin Hood. And I remember mm-hmm. watching Robin Hood. And I was in Italy, and it was one of those trips where I was too young to really be going around Italy for like three weeks with my parents and my brother. So I was so fucking bored, and I had zero interest in anything other than watching movies and eating at the time. So I had half that covered in Italy because the food's amazing. Um, but I, I remember going over to our, one of our cousins' houses in Rome. And sitting down and having them go, hey, we've got this. And it was the American version of uh, Robin Hood and did the Disney movie. Yeah. And I was like, pop that in right now. And I just – I watched it like three times. Well, that's that's what I was going to say was 
Yeah, the music's awesome in it. Robin Hood's my favorite Disney movie. Really? Like, definitively. Yeah, oh, it's My great. top three is, is Robin Hood, Peter Pan, and Fox and the Hound in hmm. that order. I love, I, so Robin Hood's early 50s, or, or Peter Pan's early 50s, Robin Hood's 70s, Fox and the Hound's early 80s. And I think those capture the essence of, what, what era would that be called then? If, if well, that's what I'm saying. Like to me, that is the golden era. Like I feel like I feel like I feel like, like, I feel like the, Little Mermaid and Rescuers brought it back for me when I was a young kid. I never saw Rescuers. Eighty nine and like ninety one. Fucking awesome. But Rescuers, well, the original, like, the original Rescuers is in the early eighties. Like golden era, I think, really is just those four movies. Depends on your age, though, because like you know, an animation nerd like my brother loves those movies, but is much more impressed with the like with you know, I think, and the generally older probably animators and stuff would be much more impressed with something like Fox and the Hound or something like that. So I think it is something that is in, in, in up to your interpretation. I feel like that was when Little Mermaid specifically was when Disney movies became very, very, very big, very, mm-hmm. very big, um, and that was the first one I remember seeing in the theater too. It came out in '89. I was like five yeah. or six. Um, God, and I love the Little Mermaid. I remember getting the tape yeah. that you're talking about. I remember that very well. Um, and I liked Lion King. I wasn't a huge fan of Aladdin. And really? Then, so Aladdin's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, I love that it's, movie. It's a good so movie, much. but I wasn't. I was, you know, I was okay. I was like, it's fine. I, it was no, awesome. I have no modern love for the Disney movies. I don't. I don't look back and think of them nostalgically or anything like that. But I think Aladdin is the one I remember. I got and watched a lot. Watched it over and over again. And then right behind that was Little Mermaid. Mm. And then the rest I didn't give a fuck about. Now, not even Lion King? No, Lion King especially oh, did really not work for me. Like, no I, way. I, I was just too old for it. I had grown up. Oh, man. I had seen Superman comics. I had things to do. Not That's crazy. Not seeing these fucking kittens rolling around, spelling out sex in you the dust. To be, you wanted that to be awesome. more in reality, like rooted in reality. I wanted to see some people who could fly and shoot yeah. beams from their eyes. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. The crazy <laughs> thing to me is, as I'm looking at this list, the list becomes so bulbous and full of whatever the fuck it is that, you know, by well, the 2000s. The, the There's so many the, fucking movies, man. When you look at these lists, though, they count a lot of the, the straight to... VHS sure. or straight to DVD or straight to Blu-ray or the sequel like, Aladdin 3 Jafar and his glasses no Aladdin 3 uh, King of the Thieves or something like that oh, it was good thank you Kevin thank you there are certain Disney sequels that get shot on and they shouldn't Little Mermaid 2 does not deserve hate what it is really it even about What's the, give me the plot line what happens it's to Sebastian I just want to like know that. what happens to Sebastian he's, he's the dead. daughter of uh, Ariel and the prince mm-hmm. what's she gotta go back to the water <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's kind of the opposite story she wants to live under the sea. Yes. That seems like yes. an easy sell for Sebastian. So, is he dead? Is he alive? Sebastian is definitely not dead. But okay. I, yeah. Sebastian's you know, the crab, right? There, yeah, he's yes. awesome. Under Aladdin 2 and 3 right. are awesome. Lion King 2, awesome. Pretty much any of the other sequels, the I can't. Timon like Bambi 2, not good. Little Mermaid 3, fucking atrocious. Yeah, I mean, you really don't want to include any of the sequels when you're talking about Disney movies. Just because I think largely... See, I don't think that's true. I think largely they those were... They didn't put the resources, the heart into those. They did into the originals, and so I, I mean, you can you can keep them in consideration, but no one's gonna. The original Little Mermaid is gonna be way better than any, any well, of the sequels, yeah. anything else that came out afterward. I mean, yeah, the resources were totally different. Like the animations, garbage comparatively, because yeah. it it was like the um, TV animated series team working on. It. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, shout out to the fucking animated series of Aladdin and Hercules and Little Mermaid. They're all good. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all great. We're, yeah, we're not. We're not criticizing them they just have they have way more limited resources and way quicker timetables they have to work with and yeah. an what, animated movie what's the read on hunchback of notre dame was that a good so one? so that that also counts into the depending on your age like i that was the first one i think that i didn't see in theaters okay like there was that there's lilo and stitch there's atlantis a bug's life see that that's pixar though 
It's all on this so list. So can we? I was going to ask. Can we count the Pixar no, movies? I wouldn't like Pixar is its own thing. Can we count Avengers? No. Star Wars. Mm-mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Batman. say. Th- I'm gonna say this is real Batman quick. Batman here anywhere? I'm looking. I'm looking at the list. The last of these movies, literally, and this is including all of Disney's movies, like Disney animated movies, including Pixar's movies. The last one I saw, it all the way through, and I saw it there was Mulan. That was in See, 1998. And then I remember Mulan, which I remember, is fucking. Awesome. Oh, I, yeah, I actually really liked Mulan a lot. And I saw I it in the theater in Philadelphia that. with my brother. I, I remember I don't that. remember liking it. Mulan's great. But Mulan there's like two? so many. Garbage. There's a Bambi 2. Yeah, How the fuck is there a Bambi 2? It doesn't even make any sense. No, it's, Did you want Thumper's backstory? Yeah, it was genius. It was, it was actually a prequel. Bambi's mom loses her mom. Oh. Finds love. It's like Fuller House. Up. Exactly, Full House. It's Fuller House. There's so Fuller many. Bambi. Like, I can't. I don't even know what. I Like, some of these might even be fake movies. Like, The Secret World of Arietti. Arietti? Arietti? I've never heard of that in my life. I think that's a... Um, Wait, that's a Japanese, Franken, Japanese Isn't that a Franken Japanese anime Wien? film? This is all the, just in a Disney... Maybe these are just Disney published? Put, I think Disney this may have Disney put them anime, out. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, Disney that's Ghibli stuff, right? Yeah, the secret... Ponyo? Uh, Arietti is... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Ghibli. Those might Ratatouille, been, that was a legitimate anime movie. That was Pixar. Though, but oh, those, might, Pixar. those might have been put out by like subsidiaries of Disney. Like I think... Well, I mean, yeah, Disney owns all these movies. I've never even heard of any of these movies. Does, does Disney Teacher's own Studio Pet. Ghibli? Yeah. Well, I mean, they released their Blu-rays, so... Oh, that makes sense. They might not own them. They, might they just probably have, have a distribution, distribution right? Yeah. But, I mean, Disney, there's Disney logos all over. Let me tell you about Studio Ghibli, brother. Yeah, they, they, they do that. Return I, would be, I would not be surprised Monsters if they bought that, that old, huh? Studio Ghibli's yeah. amazing. By the way, have you guys watched that uh, documentary about them? I think oh. I brought it up before. It's on Netflix. It's genius. It's it's called The House of uh, Dreams and Madness. And it's about um, Miyazaki doing his last film. And it's it's amazing. I mean, they, they still it's like a tiny little studio that they built from the ground up, um, three stories, and he just has a little corner and like he does all of his storyboarding. Like he does, he writes the script as storyboard, so he doesn't write a script. He just like actually draws as he's going and to to write. Mm-hmm. So it takes him forever to do this stuff. But it's cool to watch like how they do all the ADR and all that stuff for animated stuff. It's, it's really it's worth the watch. And plus, he's a those that team is just genius. The Studio Ghibli guys, they're Absolutely. they're so incredibly talented. It's sad. That it's was like, the uh, Jesus. Yeah, I remember. You know, I watched a lot of anime with my brother when I was a kid, and I remember. You know, we've talked about before watching Bubblegum Crisis or Ranma Half, or whatever, and they were fun and they were good. But I remember Mononoke being the first thing I'd ever seen, except for maybe Ranma, mm-hmm. uh, where um, and obviously Akira. But other than those, like where I was like, this is insane. Like I remember seeing Mononoke and being like, this is an abs- this is absurd how good this is and like how beautiful it is. And and obviously I, I was a fan ever since. And it was so cool to see them cross over with level five to do Nino Kuni because that was fucking awesome. Like that they did a a video game. Yeah. And it was and it was and it was gorgeous and it was fun. You know, um, really a lot of you, talent. You would get a kick out of this documentary then, because really it's like it just shows how they do it and it's it's such a painstaking process. To hand animate things, and they don't, they still hand animate everything. And you'll they'll they'll show the guys doing the background boards in like watercolor, and you're like, is that real? And then they take a picture of it, and that's just the frame of the background for the movie. And you're like, that's fucking insane, man. They don't do any. They don't go back in, and I'm sure they retouch it a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. but it's pretty talented. But that's what Colin was saying to bring it back to the Disney topic, which is that I think too many. It depends on who you ask. If you ask if a 40 year old or a 50 year old what was the golden era of Disney, they would say, oh, it's got to be Snow White. It's got to be Cinderella. When Walt was bouncing around. Yeah, like when he was when they were still re- when they first popularized the release of the animated film. That's probably when people a lot of people would think about it. But I agree that like right around. Um, the Little Mermaid is when they brought storytelling up into the into the modern era, where yeah. you know up until then you're like I don't know what's going on here, but they that had a lot of humor and a lot of depth and yeah. was not particularly aimed toward kids, and it was still a play on 
if I'm not mistaken, I think it's still a play on uh, uh, the storyline is actually taken from um, not mythology. Um, I mean, almost all are. Yeah, all of them are. All they're not. They're not original like stories, right? Yeah. yeah, except maybe for the Lion King. But I'm sure that that's based on something Lion King. Too. Are you joking? What's that? Hamlet. Is it Hamlet? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh so he's thinking of the Hunchback of Notre Dame, original IP from Disney. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure like every Disney movie's taken. It's just a retelling of some story. Dull Shakespeare. Yes. Diane. Yes. I didn't realize I didn't put that together two and two that it was Hamlet. I didn't yeah. know that. That's funny. Oh, I thought. Yeah, I thought you. Were no, that makes out. total sense. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um. But I, man, uh, what what's your favorite, Greg? Which one did you say? I Aladdin. said Aladdin's number one because I remember distinctly getting Aladdin for Christmas. Yeah. And watching it nonstop while playing on my Sega Game Gear. Mm. Je- uh, Jeopardy. Oh, okay. Have Jeopardy on the Sega game. How'd here. you fare on that? I was fucking kicking its ass. Now, granted, not that many questions. So oh. after a while, <laughs> after a while, you pretty much know everything. You're going for the perfect game, Alex. Why do you call me Alex? I'm not Alex. Like Trebek. Alex Trebek. No, but you looked at me and you were like, you you were like in that space again when you were a kid. Yeah. You just zoned out for a second. I think you scared me sometimes. You terrify me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you Google Disney Golden Age, like people, that's a thing. That I feel like they'd be referring a bad to. Bad TV nerd, I bet too. There, there'd be some good stuff, but. uh There'd be it would be the the early '90s movies, and I think that's just because uh, it was like a back to back to back to back successes. Everything that was coming out was awesome, like Pixar. Yeah, and they were coming in their role, and they were coming out way quicker. You have to understand that from you know Snow White kind of era, and even before that, obviously Fantasia and all that. Through Fox and the Hound, and up until Little Mermaid, they were releasing a movie like every few years. Yeah, that so. It was, a big it was deal. yeah. It was like they really ramped up, yeah. I think, and started funding more movies. Where like between Mermaid, Rescuers, Aladdin, Lion King, Pocahontas, all like all came out within like ten years. Of yeah, each other. I mean they and were, they were essentially annualizing yeah. like movies, and they became event movies and all that stuff. And they had a system where they would release the VHS, and you know it would be the half year, and then the vault and all this shit. No, so the they knew vault, they knew man. what the fuck they were doing. But this then, fucking thing. But then what the happened is forever. the Toy Story came out and it started this CG thing with Pixar and they were competing and yeah. that is when I think people started losing interest in the classic Disney animated animated movies because then that's when the we started seeing the um, um, Mulan and Lilo and Stitch and Atlantis and that type of stuff and then Princess Disney. And the no, that was like that's way later. Okay, and that actually kind of bring back like the Renaissance that, of that revitalized Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, yeah so. A lot of yeah, well, Emperor's New Groove. It's mixed a little bit, but people refer to that period that you're talking about as the Renaissance. The Renaissance, yeah, yeah not the Golden. That the Golden Era sense. is when they actually like popularized it with Steamboat Willie and going all the way up to the release. But yeah, a lot of people say the '89, like starting around '80, the late '80s, is the Renaissance when they had a Renaissance of you know coming up Actual and creating amazing stuff. shit. Yeah, because then then they did they made Chicken Little, Chicken Little, which was like a CG, like um, was that stop motion? It was Disney's first CG. Like fully CG movie, mm. and it was fucking trash, and that like ruined them. And then they put out a bunch of things that were no good, like Brother Bear, and um, on the run or some shit like that. I don't know. There was a bunch of stuff that was really bad. Right. And then Princess and the Frog came out, and that kind of like revitalized, and that brought it back to the hand drawn animation that I don't think we're ever really going to see again because that was a success, but not a big enough success to justify the time. And then you see things like Frozen, and you're just like, all right, well. It's That's funny too doing. with the hand drawn animation is is really expensive now too. It's 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 funny that like doing a movie like Toy Story they're still very expensive to do, but that was like enormously expensive. And the story behind Pixar and all that is fascinating. 
Um, but th- that was like really extraordinarily expensive. But now you're seeing like a, a, a it's being like transposed now. Where we were talking about this with ego with with pixel art and and yeah. bloodstain and Castlevania stuff. Where it's just way cheaper not to do like hand animations and hand drawn stuff anymore. Unfortunately, so yeah, because technology that's why... just kind of reached that point where it's like it's easier to just 3D model things and just animate them as they go instead of having to hand draw every single frame. Pixel. Yeah. Right. But I, I still like the look like. Mermaid, I'm not sure, probably, but certainly in the 90s, like, all of those were computer-assisted. So um, that's why I like the look of something like Fox and the Hound. I think Fox and the Hound is fucking gorgeous. Or Mm. Robin Hood. Those are hand-animated and actually just hand-animated, you know, and then filmed, like, in some – you probably know more about it than I do. just take a picture of it. Yeah. And my my, – like, and you can see how crude it is and how – the. I love it. I love watching the animations and there's like flubs and fucked up things in yeah. there. Like where like and they just and it just keeps going as opposed to these more computer assisted kind of things that are pretty and they're still hand drawn mm-hmm. like Mermaid was, but it was computer assisted. It's yeah. like the, the way my brother animates now where he draws everything by hand but it's on a computer as opposed mm-hmm. to yeah. as opposed to, you know, Doing the way paper and flipping Yeah, you've and... seen that with everything though. Like I just started watching Attack on Titan, right? And you're seeing that there a lot of their coloring and a lot of their lines are are very very digitally drawn. They're still drawn, they're still hand drawn, but it doesn't have that shaky they're not shaky and like squiggly look that yeah, a traditional I mean, hand-drawn line yeah would draw. i mean we we're gone from that we've been away from that for a while it's a shame though you because know? i feel like that that's why i like that's why robin hood peter pan and fox and the hound are my favorites because they have that essence and that spirit yeah of what it was to make an yeah. animated movie and how i'm not saying it's easy to make that stuff now it's certainly not easy but how fucking grueling it must have been to make those movies and why and that's why it took them forever well, it's to funny make too them. though because when you look at that like there's so many like things on the internet about this now but they would just like essentially copy and paste techniques over all those old movies like they would reuse animations oh, yeah. all the time oh, so the it's 80, funny that, was, that like, was what's hilarious in the 80s was so, so popular when you'd watch an 80s cartoon show a series mm, and you'd be like mm. You don't really realize it, so you watch it going your adult, and you're like, holy shit, that same explosion or that same, <laughs> yeah. like, airplane going down. It's like the Wilhelm scream. Once you see it, you can't unsee yeah, it. Yeah, you can't yeah. unsee it. But, yeah, they had to. They had to do that. But there's dance scenes in, like, Snow White and yeah, Robin Hood and all that, and they're, like, literally the exact the, really? same. Yeah, you t- Exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, you, there's a YouTube video on that, I think yeah. I saw that. And there's a whole bunch of it, like, throughout those old movies. And mm. I love stuff like that. Like, it's, it's interesting to me. And then it's funny because I have the, a different approach where, like, I love Aladdin so much because I loved the the super clean like HD look of how the drawings look because it was computer assisted and you can see the difference between like Aladdin 1 and Aladdin 2 and 3 because those were a little more cheaply done and uh, it's like man quality animation is a fucking beautiful thing and that's why something like Princess and the Frog is gorgeous to look at because it's like it's just perfected it's using computers and stuff but yeah I hope we see more of that but I don't think we ever will no it's over computers have won Colin. Yes. I say we back the order. You're next. Thank you. You don't even know what I'm going to say today. I don't even ask. It's going to be fun. I'm sure it's something about reptiles, columns, space. Mm. Columns, the like columns, like the architectural columns. You tell me what it's about. What's well, a game. buttress? No, it's not the game. What's a buttress, about? a flying buttress is the the arches. Like the, the arches arch. that like when they started building up, they needed to build these things. Like it's very gothic. They would build these things that would support the structure. Mm-hmm. Imagine so that at... piece of foam mm-hmm. being a support structure. Cool. Buttress. Thanks, guys. Buttress. Um, okay. Uh, so we, t- we, we touched on this when we were in Atlanta, and I was actually talking to Cheryl about it a little bit. Your girlfriend. Um, what is the best region or country for food? Like, if you were going to eat. In other words, is, like, French food the best, or is Japanese oh, okay. food the best, or whatever? And are we allowed he- to say American? Yeah, we are. And so here's, here's what I'm going to say. 
if you remove all of the culinary pretension about the way we eat in the United States, mm-hmm. I would say that Southern food in the United States is the best food there is. And then if you go into the Deep South, if you go to Georgia, you go to the Carolinas, you go to Texas, whatever, Alabama, that they eat better. And I'm not saying healthier. I'm saying they eat better. So, yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead. And their food is better. And that definitively Southern American food, not South America, but Southern United States, Southern American food is the best. So you're saying the best tasting food. Yep. Okay. So, like, no what, in other repercussions words, of gravy. No, no, no. Who cares about that? Like, I was making sure the, I got the criteria right. The culinary, the culinary. Uh, it's just about like the culinary tradition of a certain place. Sure. So you might like French food. I love Italian food, for instance, or anything sure. like that. I love obviously food from New York. But I'm saying overall, you have barbecue, you have ribs and chicken, and you have mm-hmm. brisket. You have beef. You have mac and cheese. You have potato salad. Corn you have bread. baked beans. You have cornbread. You have yeah. you know coleslaw. You have all. You know you have everything. Gravy fine. fries. You have all like. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. They also do other food, right? Like they do burgers. Yeah. Nice. Because mm-hmm. they just have burgers. Like, well, would you like mac and cheese on it? Yeah, I would. Would you like all those other things you just named on it? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why tater not? tots. You, yeah, tater tots, oh, pulled tots. pork. All like they just, it just is nailed. I mean, usually I, I go to a restaurant, I look at a menu and I'm like, okay, I like these few things and then I pick from one. When we go to a place like Vortex in Atlanta, I'm, I'm looking at the menu for literally 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I have no idea what I want because I want, you want everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I would say, is it the, is it, it's not pretentious food at all. No mm. one pretends that it's high. It's cuisine. blue collar. It's very blue collar, but it's fucking good. And I told Cheryl, I, I, I was like, I would take a rack of ribs or a brisket or something any day of the week over a Michelin star restaurant like that. Like, go, if you go to if someone's like, hey, you can either have a Michelin star meal. You're not gonna pay for it. You can either have a Michelin star meal of whatever, or you can have the best barbecue in Tennessee. You know, I'll be mm. like, I'll take the best barbecue in Tennessee. Thanks. And really, the best barbecue in Tennessee is just some place to put up a sign that said "Best Barbecue in Tennessee" because sure. everyone else has it too. Uh, absolutely. But still, they're all fucking good. You know what I mean? Like, so it, no, like, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, so that's. Th- so I'm think, curious about what you guys think about do that. Do you think you're putting the barbecue on a pedestal? You're putting the southern food on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's because it's impossible to replicate anywhere else? So many places in San Francisco, even like oh. Southern food here, and you go there, and it's good, but it's not as good as any hole in the wall you'd throw a rock at and hit in Atlanta. It's the, there's something about that. It's the same way I feel about pizza and bagels in New York, where right. like people are like, "Oh, we have New York style pizza." I'm like, "No, you don't." And we like we have good New York bagels. I'm like, "No, you don't. You don't have New York bagels." But it's not that they're not trying. It's that it just seems like it's not possible. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, to, to to do it. It's the same thing with Chinese food, like you know, Szechuan versus you know the way they make it here, like Hunan, kind of more Chinese food, as I understand the differentiation between them. Um, so there is something to be said about that. There are some good barbecue places here, but they are not on the level of a hole in the wall that I've been to in North Carolina or a hole in the wall I've been to, you know, in the Deep South, even in Virginia. You know, with, with, they just have a tradition of eating in these states that is just next level. And I was talking to my, you know, Eric Castro, who's a friend of the show, who does follow the leader with us, and he was in Tennessee for a week, and he's like, the thing about eating down here is that they just really don't care. And it's not in a bad way. It's in a good way where they're like, this is this is our tradition. This is how we eat. And w- you want your shakes and your smoothies, and you can go back to San Francisco, you can go to New York. Like, we don't eat that down here, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate and love that. We saw it when we were in Atlanta. Yeah. It's out of fucking control down there. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be fucked seven ways from Sunday if I 
live down there. It would just be yeah, over it's for gluttonous. Me. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous. You it's see awesome. that shit and you just want it all. And then you want to go again and again and again because it's yeah. fucking good. It's perfect. Like, the only thing that scares me about choosing that area as my spot is that means no burritos. Mm. Because, mm. man, burritos are such a good thing. California burritos, like, we're just, we're spoiled. Like, we, we've spent a significant amount of time in California. We know what a burrito is, what a burrito should be. And burritos are just so good. Yeah, burritos you are know? on point Pizza is one of those things. Like, we always talk about this pizza, burritos. These are the perfect foods. But it's like, burritos, we know what good ones are, and we have them all the time. Pizza, you can't go back. Yeah. Pizza, I think, is one of those things where it's like, and maybe it's just because I don't have that same connection as you do to, like, New York pizza. To me, pizza's fucking pizza. Like, even oh, bad no, pizza is pizza. Like, good pizza is good pizza, and I will give the credit to it, but, I mean, even bad pizza, I'm like, oh, this is still pizza. Bad burrito, I don't want it. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's my the differentiation mm-hmm. there. But, man, the southern food, it's just, it, there's so much. There's so much different stuff, and really it all comes down to just stuff that tastes good and meat. <laughs> Yeah, it's just and it's sauces. It's just yeah, the, the barbecue sauces and the mac and cheese and the oh, it's like yeah, they, fuck, what they, the fuck? They really do not shy away from sugar or cheese or butter or butter, and that's no, you no, got to give that God to bless them. them. I came back from Atlanta and I'm like, I don't need to eat for a good two three weeks. Of course I did. Of course, the next day I got a burrito. Because to Tim's point, I think that's 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 my litmus. That's my sort of like test as to whether or not an area is habitable. Is can I get a good burrito? Now, I like the burritos up here, but my uh, problem is that not a lot of places are open late enough up here yeah, for me to big, get a burrito. Big problem. And so I always sort of default to Southern California, where you can, if you're willing to drive an extra five minutes out of your way before you're coming home, you can get an all night. Like you get a great carne asada burrito at like two o'clock in the morning if you want. No problem. I know like three or four places that can you can find those. And most likely they're going to be packed at that time because they're known for that sort of thing. Um, I hate the fact that when I come home late or we came home from Atlanta, and I was like, oh, I just really want a burrito. But I came home and it was like 11 o'clock after I dropped everyone off. And I was like, really, my only choice right now is really bad pizza. Yeah. And when I say bad pizza, I don't mean like the place was bad all the time. It's just at 11 o'clock, they're doing the thing where they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. We got whatever you want. And then you look over and they put it, they have three slices of cheese pizza left and they just put some toppings on it and throw it in the, like reheat it in the oven. And you're like, oh, Jesus. And it tastes like stale Parmesan cheese. So I'm not really into that. Um, San Francisco doesn't have a good night night culture, like late night culture. No, because there isn't a late Yeah, yeah, the food is just. mm. Well, no, they don't have a good late night culture for the bars because the bars close so early. So there's no late night food culture because no one's out late. That's true. Yeah, there was one. There was one uh, shining like lighthouse in my neighborhood for a few minutes, and that was this place called Taco. That uh, was a Taco. No, it was a uh, Toma. T O M A. Which for a while the owner was like, "Yeah, we're gonna be staying open until three o'clock in the morning on Fridays and Saturdays, so you could go and get a freshly made burrito after the bars." And I was mm-hmm. like, this "Was that is the, the, the little place?" Yeah. Oh my god, that I love that good. so much. They, then, they don't do it anymore. No, what they started doing was because it was too expensive to keep it open, they weren't making enough money. Is they started pre-making the burritos ah. and, and then like wrapping them and keeping them on the grill hot, so you could get like you only had like three choices: it was either chicken, vegetarian, or like carne asada. But when you'd get it, you'd open it up, and it would be like um, an overpopped bag of popcorn. You would just go open up and go. Pah! And then you'd look at it, everything; would be like dry and super no, no, crispy. No, no, Here's the thing: it was it was not good. It was amazing. Those good. things are awesome. Like, they were better than pizza, but it, you should have seen well, them when, they, when you could get them crazy. freshly made. Okay, yeah, that's the thing. I, I missed out on this freshly made. That sounds like magic. But mm-hmm. the I, what this is is a grab and go burrito when you want it most. Oh, it was man. pretty okay. It was okay. 
I but freshness, Tim. I love but my thing is like yeah, but I'm not looking ago. for freshness at two a.m. We like I'm looking for a burrito, Greg. Well, here's what I'm saying. There, I'm there's a chain speed. restaurant in Southern California called it's it's it, it's always some uh, a combination of Burdos or Alejandros or Rigobertos. Mm. There are these restaurants that you can buy in their franchises, and if you go, they're open. I think they're open twenty four seven, and you can go. There's one in Newport Beach specifically that we used to go to have to use Irvine, and so we'd go instead of going to Denny's. We're like, who wants burritos? Great, we go back to someone's house and, and kill them. But these burritos, the tortilla started this big. <laughs> the, we to kill the burritos. Thank you. I, I, thought, you were, I thought you were saying who the guy else. I do. And then he can bring back to the place to kill, kill you're like the Manson family. <laughs> All right, now what? No, that's not how this got to. But they would they would do uh they give they start with the tortilla that was like this big. Yeah. And then they put it down. If you ordered a carne asada burrito, they would just put carne asada in it and a little bit of guacamole, pico de gallo, and like if you wanted salsa, they could be like, they'd look at you kind of weird. And when they were done rolling it, it would be the size yeah. of Greg's arm. And you would just, and it was so salty and so fresh and so good. You would just, just destroy it. In Columbia, there's an institution in Columbia, Missouri called El Rancho. And that's the thing. Like, they're right on the main strip on Broadway, right next to all the bars. And they stay open and fucking make money hand over fist. Yeah, they're just Cause, And it's because every and there's some college student who's wasted who wants Mexican food, mm-hmm. nachos or whatever. I, I just feel like there's something about southern food, though, where it actually brings, like, a tear to my eye. Where I'm like... You motherfuckers are going to serve me a cheeseburger, and instead of putting it on buns, you're going to put it on two grilled cheese sandwiches. Is that what you're saying to me yeah, right now? And they're, they're like, yes, that's exactly what we're saying to you. And I'm like, you guys are fucking fantastic. Yeah. See, Why don't we do that anywhere else? Yeah, and then because, they see the gravy on your plate, and they walk by, and they're just they like, judge you if you you're not, you're not going to finish that you're gravy? Spoon it's like, the gravy in your what, mouth. how am I supposed to finish it? And like, <laughs> and just walk away. It's like, damn. Damn, man. So I'm I get you. I, right. I, see, I think it's fun. Uh, for one or two meals, but the the person, the little fat kid inside me that struggles with his weight still is like, don't you can't eat like that forever. There's there's just the guilt that comes along with that that I just don't get with a burrito because a burrito is a you know seemingly a finite thing, whereas with in the southern food you're just like they'll just keep bringing you calories. And I don't mean food, I mean just cat like those fries we had probably had four thousand calories in them. Oh no doubt about it. And I was that gonna is say not like when you when you uh, uh, compare that to what you're getting the calories. To the taste. Yes, it's equal, but for how long? How long are you willing to do that until you have to actually buy new jeans and go, what the shit am I doing with my life? I was, like, sweating when I was eating those things. And there was some sort of mystical uh, uh, power that that menu at Vortex had over me that every single thing comes with tater tots, and I just could not say no. She was like, there comes with tater tots. You want tater tots? I'm like, yes, I will have tater tots. And can you bring me a side of it? And then Greg orders a fucking side of tater tots with cheese dip. Because I had to. Dude. That's the whole thing, though. But that's the whole thing, oh. is that this whole trip was, you had to. Yeah. We had to live this way. We had to eat as much of this as possible. And I think that, I and think by it the is way, that they you have... you smoke inside? That was the other thing oh, that was yeah, like... Oh, yeah. God bless them. There's this honeymoon syndrome, I think, down there. And I think it's the fact that you're just not, it's not available to you. There's no real, we can go to hard water, we can go to hard knocks, and these places are great, and we love the food, but it's not the same as being there, right? And having amazing fried chicken, and having, like, a fucking everything. My mouth has watered maybe ten times during this topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Lord. Hungry. Those tots, those fries. I mean, I don't, I, that's the thing. Is there another section of the United States or, or the country want to argue well no one's gonna argue I love Japan I love sushi and I love ramen but that's not the answer no I mean yeah I, I, I shout out to sushi and ramen just shout out to Japan shout out to Japan I love Japan I agree that's you're watching that's the, that's the thing and that's Japan. the thing I think that is the salient point here is that yeah I like eating in Japan too I like the barbecue I like the ramen all oh, that. Yeah, yeah. 
and I like going, you know, I like I grew up Italian, I like Italian food. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of Italian food I don't like. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Japanese food I don't like. Sure. I don't sure, think sure, you sure. can really tell me of a of a of a legitimate southern food and stuff for like pig's feet or something like that where I'm like, I won't eat that. But you would try. I might. Because because here's the thing oh, is that Oh honey, you like all our other food. Try these pig's feet. That's that's the thing is that they've been through your mind all day. I'll be right back. That, <laughs> there comes a there, there comes a point where you have to acknowledge that they've really never steered me wrong in the South. I spent yeah. a lot of time down there. And like a lot of time, an inordinate amount of time for someone mm-hmm. from the north, because a lot of my family's moved down there. I've spent just a lot of time in North Carolina and Virginia, and you know, etc. and so on. And they just don't steer you wrong. Yeah, it just isn't really happening there. On an Italian, I went to an Italian place in Napa, a great Italian place with Cheryl this last weekend. It was fantastic. What was it called? Um, Pop Americano. Oh, what was it called? Bistro Don something. Mm. I don't know. Julio. It was very, it was very good. Real, uh, Don Julio, yeah. Served a lot of tequila. Don Julio. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I looked at the menu. There was, a, there was a few things on there that I really liked, but there was a lot of things on there I didn't like. And sure. I grew up Italian. And I, I we always talk about the you know Christmas Eve tradition of the seven fishes and stuff like that, where I wanted to fucking kill myself. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of Italian food, even as much as I'm ride or die with Italian food, that I wouldn't eat. Sure. And even in north, you know, it, like a lot of northern food. Even with bagels, like putting lox and salmon on bagels and stuff like that and cream cheese, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, that's too much for me. And that's a very New York thing to do. Very New York. Um, so oh, I love lox on a bagel. So yeah, it's too. like, mm. yeah, like I like the bagels with butter on them or like an egg sandwich, but you're putting like, oh, no. you're getting a little fucking crazy. You know, you put here's what you got to do, okay? You talk about here's what you got to do. You got you to gotta go. You got to go to a, a, a good bagel place. This House of Bagels you guys have got out of here is not bad. Yeah, House of Bagels is, is probably, that's on, that's in the Richmond, and that's probably mm-hmm. the best bagel in San Francisco. Now, One block you from go where I there, grew up. You get I, the New York style bagel with, don't go, don't puss out and get the three ounces of lox. Get the six ounces of lox. Make sure, and what I like what they do is they put the capers on, they put the cream cheese on, then capers. Capers are great. Then yeah, the onions. Capers. Then they'll put the tomato. Then they put uh, the lox on top of it, like it's like a organic saran wrap that locks yeah. everything in. So when you take a bite, all the shit doesn't just fall apart. I don't like it when they stack it on the lox and all you're left with is lox and a smell on your hand that you can't get rid of. It smells like What's high it? school. Oh dear. damn, that's awful. That was a nice save, and I really liked it because it was you. it was good. It was getting bad. It was real good. It was getting real bad. What the hell are we talking about? I'm talking about how you're a gross and eat capers. I love capers. Gross. I love them, man. They so, just add a little ping to everything. Little boogers. So are we are we definitively saying then that California's the best? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying no offense to California because I do believe that the burrito game here is on point. You can't get good burritos in New York. Yeah. It's just not. But Mexican food in New York is not good. I, I agree, and I agree that the burritos get better the further down you go. Oh, yeah. San Diego, I think, stole. As for the burritos, I like the San Diego, like, where they really put fucking french fries in your shit and stuff like that. I like that kind of, I like that kind of burrito. All the times I've um, gone to Comic-Con, I've never gotten out to a, the San Diego burrito places. I remember when I first, and I'm sorry to sidetrack real quick, but to, to give San Diego tip of the hat, I remember when Arthur would go down for t- t- uh, trips at IGN and come back with a suitcase full of burritos that he would give out to people. And I, I, it was just like, that's weird. That's I weird. Not I, that. that's, I would not have eaten that suitcase. Yeah, that's Anthony Gaius has no problem eating mm. suitcase burritos. But I'm going to say California's cuisine game, there's there's little micro, like, locate, like, Napa and Sonoma have really fucking good food. Um, you know, I think that San Diego actually has really good food. But I don't think California's food game is really world class at all. You know? I think that In terms they're, of original I, things. Yeah, I think out. that there's, like, good things there. The burrito is American. You know? Tex-Mex or the Mexican food that we really eat, it really is American. Um, so, like, where, how do you associate that, and where do you associate yeah, that with yeah. the whatever, as opposed to something like southern food, like, basically anything that was in the Confederacy, 
can be identified as places that made this shit up. Yeah. I and mean, they do it the best. And then obviously you have New York and you have Boston with clam chowder or whatever. But I just feel like for a whole menu full of food. Mm-hmm. The South. See, no, see, I disagree. I like, I like variety. I'll take variety over, like, I would like, a, I would rather have a variety of options versus one really good option. And I feel like that's what you get. Well, granted, in our, in the South's defense, we chose to go to the same restaurant like nine times. All we did was eat a Chick Fil A and Vortex. So yeah. I'm sure that there's other types of food that we could have indulged. Oh, in you, can, you it's a metropolitan. Really, place. really good. Uh, but I'm just so used to California. And that's the thing when you travel to Europe, you're like, oh, I'm in Italy. I'm gonna eat Italian food. All day long, over and over and over again. Same with Germany. We're like, I'm gonna eat more sausages. This is great. Oh, an Italian place. I'll eat there because I need a break. Here, you've just got so much more variety. I feel like, um, and that's why I love. I, I just like living in California. I love that. I don't think I could deal with fried chicken all the time. It just would, would drive me nuts. I'd be sweating grease. Sure. That's why it's nice to look through these, this world where you know you look through the glass. We we don't live over there. Yeah, it's nice. We to visit. go to the vacation, do all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Southern food is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Tim, do you have anything? I mean, I I fucked up at Vortex the first time we went, and I got oh, yeah, the I, I got the like Hell's Fury burger or whatever because I've been on this cake recently where I like I've, I've realized that I actually like jalapeno peppers, mm-hmm. so I've been like getting burgers with it and stuff, and I'm in love with it. So there, I was like, I'm gonna do this. Little did I know that they do things right there. So yeah, you got the habanero sauce, not the yeah, jalapeno. Sauce. I know, I know. Thought I could take it. That was the issue, and you I were couldn't. Sweating. Bro. I was dying. I was not in a good place, nope. and it sucked. Yep. Did that ruin my meal? No. Oh, God, no. Oh, because because I still had tater tots. Yeah, tater I still tots. had those fries. I still had the biggest Coke in the goddamn world. Oh, yeah. that was and the you'd best. And you'd be fucking damned if she didn't refill it before it was finished, even though she didn't need to. I love when like, they Like, good that. Lord. It was just, Service was good there. Everything also, about that was special. It was but just like, a great experience, too, because we had those two TVs, right? Where Colin could watch sports and I could watch the, yeah, the Scorpion the wrong game. Side. And it was amazing. But it, it was special to me because, Colin said this earlier, there wasn't a thing on that menu that didn't Make my dick hard. Mm-hmm. I'm going there, guys. Yeah. I don't remember him saying that earlier, but I, I think you're paraphrasing. Yeah, I, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing just a bit. But like, man, it just it was just it was just hard the entire time. And then I got the one thing that you know gave it maybe a little bit of a little bit of doubt. Yeah, it, had, it popped down, but it went right back up when I had a tot. Yeah, the tots were good, and the and the... I feel like yeah, I feel like even nominating anything else is insulting the self because it's so good. And I do I do put it on the pedestal as well. I'm so good. Getting excited just to go to Momocon to eat the food. Yeah. Who the fuck cares who I'm going to see? That? I'm kidding. I missed a burrito, though. Like, I, I can't sure, like, I was in a not mood say I that back. I wanted a burrito so bad. But that's the whole thing. Is like my Where my head's going with this, if we're talking about regions of food, is Chicago food, which is you know a Chicago hot dog, an Italian beef, you know, uh, stuffed pizza, you know, the Chicago-style pizza. And like, I miss that, though. It's the same thing. I miss that. That's the thing. You know what I mean? I, I, if, when I'm in there... When I'm in Chicago for a week, I eventually stop going to Portillo's every day. It takes me a long time, but it eventually happens. Yeah. If I'm there for three days, I'm there five times. It's, it's that simple. It happens. Portillo's yeah. is on point, though. It is. It, and that's the thing, too. Of like, ruthlessly what is, on point. Of, like, Chicago, <laughs> what Chicago does right, right? It's like, ruthlessly on point. When I talk about Portillo's and I talk about how much I love Portillo's, so many Chicagoans get mad. Like, what about Gene and Jude's? What about Wiener Circle? What about, like, they name a million other places that have... What was that middle crink- one? Gin and Juice? Gene and Jude's. It's another hot dog. Again. I always like cut Italian up on the wiener circle. What about circle? Al's Big Beef? I mean, like Al's all these, Big Beef. Like I'm talking, like it's like this is the land of a million different places that you can fucking wrap an Italian beef with fucking French fries and give it to you. You know what I mean? Oh like, my god! I'll tell you, dude. When we when I went to Portillo's with you the first time, I was like, it's gonna be good. I have no doubt it's gonna be good. Great, yeah. it's good culinary taste. But that's one of the few places I've ever gone where I'm like, I'm getting that meal again right now. 
<laughs> and I went back up. I got because I remember getting two hot dogs and fries and a coke. And I went back up and got two more hot dogs, another fry, and another Jesus, coke. Where do you put it? In my hot gut. The elliptical. <laughs> it was so good. And what was there was a fucking really funny picture because uh, Naomi was there with us and a few other people. And there's an awesome picture of someone that someone took of me where it's like just a picture of her and I'm in the background just like shoving a fucking hot dog in my mouth and like the cokes in my like I'm already like preemptively bringing the coke up or something like that. I'm hoping, to get there. Gold. I'm hoping to get there in the past for you, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday of E3. Or before E3. Even Sunday before E3. Get, a, get another zip car shoot down there. Get well, it would be, well, that would be maybe. I wonder what time I get in that day. On Sunday? Yeah, maybe I can join you. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. Really but you have to get in early. Yeah, I, I doubt you're going to get in early enough to do that. Let me see. We'll, we'll be there. Okay, let's go. You want to go yeah, Sunday? fuck me. Or. Hey, what do you want me to do? You booked your own flight. Do you need to be there? Because I'm gonna go on Saturday night. I got a thing that I gotta do in Riverside. I can come back through Buena Park. Pick up food for Pick us. Pick up food for everyone. I like where your head's at. We have to buy it for my brother though. Okay. Because he's driving. I get it. Maybe Sunday we take Colin back down too. Who cares? Mm-hmm. We have some fun. All right. What is the car. time? What? Oh, I get in. It's the at, time. I get in at like 11:30. Mm, that's not terrible. I could be to the hotel probably by one. We can go to. We can go and then come back for Bethesda. We gotta take a look. I might need you guys for. We'll have to figure out the schedule. I might need you guys for. Right, we can do that off. We can do that off the. We game also have show. Friday. I don't think we leave till late. No, we don't have Friday. Oh, we're doing, right. we're we doing Connery live at Attack, and I think he wants to do maybe do shows with us there. All too. right, Damn me it. at least. Maybe not you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Nobody Fuck wants us. you guys. <laughs> All right, my time, my time, my time. <laughs> two, two. It's weird when Kevin's got to go pack stuff. I got to take time codes again. Kevin's actually doing it's a like great job. It's like a game over. Gregory show thirteen again. Wait a minute. Stop. Yeah. Here's the ironic thing about this. Greg, Kevin Pereira wants to do something with Greg and none mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're real sad, whatever. And then we just go to Portillo's. Yeah. Ah, uh, Greg. And then we don't 69. get you anything. I'm going to get you a shake and then pour so it out on the ground and pee on it. <laughs> so Damn, that's, that's hard. I said, I'm going re- to go with you on Sunday. Retribution. I was the one who turned it around. I'm going to go with you on Sunday. Ultimate retribution. My topic. I want to meet Kevin Pereira. You're going to meet him? You're yeah, still coming. A couple times. Yeah, All right, everybody. Don't look at Kevin Pereira. My topic is simple. Am I allowed to look him in the eyes? <laughs> yeah, of course. He loves that. Don't look at him. When you meet him, immediately look him in the eyes and caress his face. Do you think people... If Nick's in jail by the time you hear this, that's why. Maybe. My topic. My topic is I want to talk about the, uh, the basically daily things you hate. And I, I pitched as the chores you hate. Mm. And I thought about this because I just got a haircut. And I fucking hate getting a haircut. Oh, lordy lord, me it's too. It's just like, there's so many dumb things that eat up time. Mm. What's going on? What's happening? You're, You're getting sh- really gray. Oh, I know. You're stressing me the fuck out. It's killing me being with you. You're sapping my youth. All right, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I, thought my wa- <laughs> I thought my wife was in the room for a second. No, yeah, no, I'm super. I'm going gray, gray. Yeah, gray, it's gray. funny because like Greg, gray, 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 Greg's going gray, gray. <laughs> I'd already been getting gray, and I remember at IGN I'd come home and I'd feel like I'd have this headache in my temples from this like all the stupid stuff we're doing and thinking about this, just being stressed out, right? And I'd be like, oh, I'm graying quicker in my temples. I'm like, God, thank God when we leave, we're out on our own. I bet that stress goes away, and it's a thousand times worse. Yeah. it's all over the place. But I don't care. I embrace why, it. I want, I want cool gray hair. Why yeah, yeah, yeah. does you have a you have a great head of hair? Yeah. Why does the the haircut stress you out? It, it doesn't stress me. I, I just hate it. Why? It's a pain in the ass. Why? I gotta take time out of my day to go down and do this. I've noticed like, you something about you. Yeah, you don't pamper yourself enough. You don't reward yourself enough for all the hard work. Uh, I think I do. I just reward myself in a much different way than you, you and your climate community. By, by, well, eating what I want to eat, playing diff- games it's all day. Different long. in the climate community. 
as Tim knows now, um, he is an official member we, of the climbing yeah, community. Yeah, I'm officially inducted into the community. Tim, I've climbed. Does, I got 15 feet off the floor. The wow, thing is, almost. when you're when you're 16 feet above the rest of the world, yeah. Greg. You don't need to pamper yourself because the wind of God is pampering you. I was going to say, you. You, t- you open a cliff bar up there and you just enjoy the view. It's just amazing. Yeah. You drink Dasani water. You yeah. snap into an organic ostrich Slim Jim. I was going to say, I knew it was going to come around to Slim Jim once you said snap into it. No, yeah, the problem but that's you the, gotta, you gotta but like, our it. days are so busy that I, it's such yeah, a pain in the ass. So like, I'm, I'm going tomorrow to get my haircut gonna... tonight, right, for E3. Oh, yeah. fuck. When am I going to get a haircut before you? You yeah, look you perfect. Do, you you look perfect. You don't need a haircut. No, I do. No, you get you that look t- on point. I, hold on. You're on you fleek. That fake. Thank Keep you. the top Thank though. Thank you. I know. Fake. That's what I need to do. And I've been doing that recently. I'm just mm-hmm. like, give me just one on the sides. I want to keep the motherfucking top. Do you understand that? Keep the top. And Kevin's like, yeah, said I got that, it. They didn't fucking do it. I'm like, yeah. you motherfuckers. That was when we launched this goddamn company. The original Channing Tatum. It was ridiculous. Guys, go back and look at like around January 5th. When we like launched the show, yeah. if Is you it look the at the video where we all like announced, that? Yeah. yeah, the video was on white. Any any content around there, I'm like, you fucking assholes ruined me. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Okay, you, you bounce back, um, and you got great hair. And that's the thing with you, Greg, is that yes, you are rewarding yourself in that you are allowing yourself to have some free time, but you need to just lo- allow yourself to go have that one thing that's away from this world. And to me, that is the haircut. You sit, they massage the scalp, you relax. Someone pampers you. They ask you what you want. If they screw up, you just make them do it more. Like you, you know, you make them fix whatever they, you know they have to fix, and. I don't know. It's it's one of your the only times I have in my life where I actually do something like that. And occasionally my wife will buy me like a massage or something, and that's why I feel really pampered. But something with you is you gotta slow down a little bit. No, I gotta get it done. My whole my whole life is weighing and deciding what to do with these things. It's all it's all it's all arithmetic, as the great Arnold Einstein once said. It's all arithmetic mm. in the way of Arnold what, Einstein. Whatever is that Albert's cousin? Exactly. He was, he was a, a butcher shop. And he was he a barber. Lifted weights a lot, and he lifted weights, and he was part of the climbing community. It's all about like if I spend thirty minutes, an hour getting a haircut, that's thirty minutes, an hour that puts me behind on work, that puts me away from video games, that puts me with other chores. I hate coming home and having more chores to do. That's why I started shipping out the laundry, and then I started getting groceries ma- mailed into me too, where I would just fucking do it online and they'd get them delivered, and it was great. And then I got cancer, and Christine mm. blamed all the fucking terrible old food she we ate, so we had we had to go do this and start shopping and fucking walking around. Hate it. Hate everything. Yeah. You no, guys... haircut, haircuts, man. I'm like, I'm with you on this. It's like, I don't like it. I, don't, I, I get what you're saying about the whole pampering. I don't like the pampering. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't want you touching me. I don't want this to be happening right now. Oh like, once well, the... I had a head massage during, once I had a head massage during a thing. And it was, I was, it was another thing where I was getting my haircut. I was super stressed out. I, I take, this is back at IGN when I took time out of the day to go do it. Mm-hmm. And I was already mad and all this other stuff. And the lady's like, do you want, do you want me to massage your head? And I was like, yeah. And then she broke out like a belt sander and just put it on. And it was like this thing all over my fucking head. And I almost cried. It felt so good. Because it was such really? a stress relief. It was so good. I was like, holy That's shit. That's so funny. See, yeah, I, I just don't like that. I don't like massages. I, I don't like I things like that. Either. I hate when, when they start doing all that stuff. I don't even like when they like wash my hair. I'm like, I'm, I got this. Yeah. You don't need to do this. And as you guys know. You all know when it's Tim's haircut yeah. day. Because like I'll come in looking oh, yeah. like a damn... What do I look you like? Look like you, a, you, you look like you woke up at an 11-year-old boy's slumber party. Oh. But I was also not 11. Like, yeah, you're 11, yeah. too. Not like okay. you're creepy. Yeah. Like, not like you come out and it's like, <laughs> is that glazed like, donut stuff <laughs> all over your face? And you're like, don't worry about oh it. No, God. I mean, Guys, your hair is all puffy. and You, yeah. you, you every day asks, walk into like a GQ model. No, you look like the guy... Remember that episode of Seinfeld with the soft water? Yeah. Oh, low flow? 
Those low flow where like oh, yeah, all the hair flow, is just yeah. kind yeah, of like yeah, 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 yeah. that's what he looks like. <laughs> yeah. Install your new low flow shower head. Here's the, like here's the, the thing about here's the thing about haircuts. Yeah, is that I don't really give a fuck. I just want the hair off my head, mm-hmm. and I don't care what it looks like. So I bought a buzzer for twenty dollars like eight years ago, and I've not paid for a haircut since. And I just sit in the bathroom and go like this. I miss those days. And then and then uh, Cheryl comes in and like helps me out. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you missed a piece of hair here. Yeah, you, you have to do my neck. And I'm like, does it look good? She's like, I guess. And I'm like, that's good enough. But yeah. Yeah. you can't do anything with you. No, I can't. But like, I don't get like people I know like, and I used to do it when I was younger. Like, get their head shaved like every two weeks, and like get cut up and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I don't up. care. There's sometimes just a stray hair I didn't get, and I noticed it like three weeks later. I'm like, I don't care. You know, at at some point, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. The thing I dread doing is working out. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. I hate doing it, and it's a waste of my time. But I have to do it, or I'm gonna feel bad about myself. And that's the only reason I do I do it every day. I hate doing it. I fucking hate it. There's people like, oh, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love. Run. It was the same thing when I used to run when I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're gonna love running. You're gonna look forward. Get to that I, never, high. I never once in my fucking life looked forward to running. You <laughs> have more energy. Ever. No. And now that I have this elliptical for the last year and a half, they're like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna look forward to using it. I use it. I've used, I was telling Cheryl, I probably used that elliptical 400 times since I've had it. Yeah. And because uh, I, I usually go five, six days a week. And uh, I'm like, I've never once been like, oh, now is the time I'm gonna go on the. Uh, now, usually I'm like, fuck, I like. I, I usually look at the clock and I'm like, all right, a half an hour from now is this time and I'll be done by then. All right, let's go. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's the thing I look for I, every day that I, you know, you know that I don't look forward to. But the haircut thing, it's just I just okay. have to get in there. This is the thing is that Greg made me feel like I was becoming such a skinhead with the way I was shaving my head. You're going my head like, way too close. Well, now the swastika was a step too far. You well, but not I shaved my head again. like that for years, for many years, and the only reason I did it was because it gave me more time until I had to do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was saving me precious weeks, if not a month or more. As opposed to, I just cut my hair a few days ago, and this is as long as it is now. And that's so. That's, this is like month two, but everyone keeps complimenting how good you look. So it's good. also the beard. Thank you. You mm. you finally look good. Damn. You don't look like a monster. It's, it's hard to do that photo though. Bus and you look terrible. I, I, I respect that. I look like you were going to stab Eric Jensen and then murder me too. That's not nice. I'm just letting you know, so you never do it again. I'm not a terrible looking person. No, not usually. Except I'll when you look handsome like bad. you, Greg. I'll out handsome you Damn. any day of the week. Mm. Try me, motherfucker. I'm already challenge. laughing at it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hair, man. It's oh, hard. I thought you had to, I'm sorry. I thought we were. I was thinking. Weird. I mean, for me, pff, Tim Gettys, you guys know me well, right? Yeah. I don't like doing anything. I am a lazy motherfucker when it comes to doing pretty much anything I don't want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. yeah. How, how are those taxes going, by the way? Oh, my God. What are they done? <laughs> just fuck with yeah, you. no, I just I just hate doing stuff. I hate doing things. Period. You not a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, especially things that don't make any fucking sense, like taxes and like no. adult stuff in general. Yeah, I hate any that shit. shit. Too. Yeah, being yeah, an yeah. adult, hell no. That's my, what I have Kevin for. My health like, insurance is still all fucked up. I'll fix it eventually. What's fucked up about it? We'll explain off the air. Okay. But I got a call from my doctor for hey, you have an appointment tomorrow, which I totally forgot about. And this yeah. is like last three weeks ago. You have an appointment tomorrow. I'm like, oh, and like, have you changed your insurance? I'm like, not nah, since last time. And they're like, well, that's weird. We called and they said you don't have insurance. I was like, well, I need to look into that. So a week later, I called them and I got something. It's a long story. But I'm. Do you but have I hate insurance? that. I Fuck have that. it kind of. We'll talk about it later. Okay. That's all. That's all so shitty. You're paying for it. So and I, I hate having to to plan to do like doctor stuff. Or any oh, any stuff. any any adult stuff, really. Anything that's not just I'm gonna wake up and do my normal life the way that I want to live yep. my life. I ain't into this. Mm-hmm. Like having to do any chore. So pretty much, we we call it me me and Kevin's girlfriend. We have this thing and we call it a Kevin plan. And a Kevin plan is I'm gonna cram Fall down and knock ten over. fucking thousand things into one hour from point A to point B. There's gonna be a point for every letter of the alphabet. There's going to be a couple Russian letters in there, and there's going to be umglots. 
Those umlaut. Things, umlaut? Yeah, yeah, we're getting some umlauts. Okay. Like, all this shit's going on. We're not just going to go drive you home, Tim. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. We're going to pick this person up, drop them off here, go pick up my mom's freaking uh, dry cleaning. Oh, but by the way, she didn't get this dry clean, so we're going to go to Macy's and buy a new shirt. But then we're going to bring it to the gas station because I need to get gas. We're going to ask the gas station attendant what they think about the shirt. And if they don't like it, we're going to try to return it to Target. That doesn't even make sense. But they're going to do all this shit. Mm -hmm. And then we just end up, and I'm just like, I hate all of this. Oh, oh, of course. Of course it's not over, Kevin. Kevin's here saying no. You're right. No, because we have to go take a trip to the dump. And Tim has to do fucking physical labor. Tim needs to fucking pick up these goddamn dressers that I already had to go fucking buy from Costco a year before for his damn mom. Because his mom needs to buy a fucking shit ton of dressers. Then we go to the goddamn dump. And Kevin's like, hey, Tim, I need you to pick this up. I'm like, Kevin, I'm trying my hardest, man. And it's just bad. I fucking hate you, Kevin. Mm. I was going to say, it sounds like you hate Kevin. Not even just the chores. Do you know how many times I got phone calls? And this is how Kevin plans start. Hey, Tim. Hey. Hey, do you want to go get some Senora's pizza? No, it's coffee. For lunch? Yeah, I do. Definitely. Okay, cool. I'll be at your house in five minutes. He gets to my house. Hey, we're doing a lot of other things today. Uh, we're going to go. Because like, he knows how to get me. Yeah, it's pizza. Fucking, yeah. I appreciate that, though, because that reminds me a great deal of myself in the sense that there comes a day of, a, of the week, usually, and Greg knows it well, yeah. where I'm just like, everything I need to ha- that needs to get done has to happen right now. And then I'll put the laundry in, then I'll come back and write a bunch of emails and get dinner going and all these kinds of things, run to get the dry cleaning. I got to go to the bank. I got to mail this thing. And I kind of try to see, Mike Mitchell used to comment on it, where I was like, how like how quickly can I possibly get all this all done so I could just then. never think about it again? And so I appreciate that because I ha- usually Saturday is that for me, where I'm like, I got to do all these things. My, my obsession is getting my laundry time down as low as possible, and I actually mm-hmm. keep track mm-hmm. of it in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten it down... Getting the laundry from from the front door back into the front door, I've done it in a, like a little over an hour. You need twenty four minutes for the washer, thirty five minutes or so for the dryer. But I go That's and the I, worst but I go and I cheat. Shit and you, you, I go and cheat a little bit. You, know? you go there. Oh, the dryer is not done. You're like fuck. Usually this time this shit. Usually I look at it. There's like seven minutes left. I'm like I'm still under an hour in my time or whatever, and I'm like I'm taking everything out. And I just start and, and like the towels are still wet. But everything else is dry. I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. I got to get the fuck out of here. This will air out on its own. Yeah. I'm just going to get them wet again. What do I care? Cheryl makes fun of me for, like, I'm obsessed with multitasking. To this point where she's like, you're not saving any time. You're actually spending more time doing this. I'm like, no, I feel better doing this. So this is what I'm going to do where, that's why I wash dishes as I cook and stuff like that. She's like, you're taking a longer time. And I'm like, no, I have to do it this way. Because then there's no dishes to wash later. You you understand what I'm saying? You understand? (laughs) Do you get it? And she doesn't. No. No. But I appreciate you, Kevin. I appreciate that. That go get in us. I don't appreciate you tricking your friends into helping you do it. I do it all by myself. I, I only tricked him. A schemer gets schemed, is what they say. He does only trick me. Yeah. And I, yeah, goddamn. And the thing is, it's like, it's always when I least want to do it, which to be fair is always, but I have to do it because I'm like, this motherfucker helps me do literally everything. Like, there'll be times when I'm like, I can't get into my shirt. Can you please hold it for me? And, Without even hesitation, he already has my shirt ready, my socks ready, my shoes ready. This motherfucker just has my life on lock, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. He's like your odd job. Yes, he really is. I just, you know, I just hate physical labor. That would be my answer. Physical <laughs> labor of any type. So, like, I feel like if it wasn't already in use and ready for E3, we'd break out the big whiteboard right now. Because what I want is the order of operations. Break out the whiteboard. On how this all goes in terms of 
the helping tree. Because I always saw you and Alfredo, mm. and then you bolstering Alfredo, it seemed like. Because mm. that guy is all beauty and no brains. Yes, like, he's just, beautiful. I mean, a f- the fucking body on him, right? Mm-hmm. But upstairs, nothing. Nothing. So, but then you were the man behind him. Yes. So then the man behind mm. you is Kevin. Yes. Wait, what, so was, then who what was, was him doing behind him? How close were they together? We're can doing we a lot just, of can we have a real can we have a real Rob Rush conversation? I'm sorry, a real Rob Rush conversation. Is that what you said? Who's behind Kevin? Or is Kevin just who's Rob Rush? No, it's a circular oh, thing. But then, oh, it's circular. Very circular when you're talking about Kevin. But with Kevin specifically, <laughs> like he, he's fat. Kevin was behind the the me and Alfredo thing too. Any Tim and Alfredo well, the video. Well, the owner of operations there, he's behind. Yeah, that, but I mean, like, what I'm saying is like people think, oh, Tim and Alfredo, Tim and Alfredo, but it's just like. Kevin was the one shooting and doing audio and doing everything but, for those videos. But the question, I, let me let me distill this yes. because I think I understand what you're saying. Behind every great Alfredo mm-hmm. is a great mm-hmm. Tim. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Bef- behind every great Tim is a great Kevin. Yes. Behind every great Kevin is a taqueria. There you go. Yeah. Nailed it. That might be the answer. Kevin it is loves food. food. Greg's drawing a diagram. And sex, food and sex. Nope. What? Is That's that what drives you, Tim. Yes. Why is does that Someone person's had... mouth a vagina? In so Kevin's... as you see here, we right. have Kevin with the beard. Mm-hmm. No hair, though. Then you have Tim with the hair. Yeah. And then you got Fredo with the muscles. Oh. So like that... Either muscles or he's got something weird going on. Yeah, yeah another reason that he needs penicillin. Those are for. abs. You want to know what they look like? No idea. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, it's definitely... It's a team team job. I'm just... I'm the, the brains of it, and I don't like doing anything physical. And it's really unfortunate that I'm the brains, because okay. I don't got much of those either. But you got a lot of I'm really good at using my brain in one very specific way. Scheme. That's it. I can make thumbnails pretty damn good. Yeah, he can. Yeah. That you can. That's all I got. I love that Nick had on the edge of his tongue taqueria when I asked what <laughs> behind every great Kevin is a taqueria. I mean, it's true. That's, that's what Kevin's always trying to get you to go eat burritos. Lisa's, yeah. Lisa's taqueria. Kevin's always like this. Never Monday. advice me. He's always like this. He just whispers over. He's like, not today. We, we trying to get some burritos right now? Next week. Or what? After we're trying day. to get some But tacos that answer was right so now? rapid that it was like, behind every great Kevin is taqueria. <laughs> <laughs> Before I even finish saying. Nick, what is, are there any, what, what chores, what do you hate? What, what uh, I, well, all the stuff I used to hate that you guys are talking about with, with the exception of haircuts. That's just crazy talk. Uh, I didn't used to like physical labor. My brother beat that out of me a long time ago because he used to make me help him, and my life depended on it literally because I didn't have any money. So he's like, "You got to come help me. This is the only paying gig you have, and it involves lifting a shit ton of scenery into a truck, driving through LA traffic at five o'clock on a Friday, and then unloading it onto an LA street when everyone's trying to get around you, and then coming back and doing the reverse of that two days later. And it, I would oh, like, dr- I would dread it. I would like not be able to get." like go to sleep at night because I'd yeah. be dreading having to wake up in the morning. And I think that's probably the only thing that I have left from the era of me being quasi-lazy is I hate going to sleep because I hate waking up. I don't oh. like getting out of bed. And so I prolong the experience of staying up late mm. to the point where last night I was like, I'm so tired. I can't even focus on Attack on Titan. But I bet if I ate some rice pudding right now, it would just, <laughs> it would just perk me right back up. And sure shit, it did. Yeah, uh, But I don't. You know, I have this amazing bed. My wife and I, one of the things we invested in was a, was a king-size bed. It's a Tempur-Pedic. Yeah. Great sheets. Looks amazing. It just looks good. When you walk in, you see the bed, you're like, that's a bed. Oh, adults live here. I want to sleep in that bed. Yeah. I'm going to exist in that bed. And when my wife doesn't have to leave really early, she leaves super early for work. Uh, when she gets to sleep in sometimes, I will look over at my clock, and it'll be 830, and the alarm will go off, and then she'll still be there, and I'll just turn that off and roll over and just kind of like just a slow snuggle. Just so, so she can't really realize that I'm doing it. You know, you just because she doesn't like being that close to me sometimes in the morning. I freak her out a little bit. She's like, what are you doing? 
So I'll just slowly snuggle in, test it. And if she doesn't wake up, if the beast doesn't wake up, you know, if the, mon- if the, if the dragon doesn't look over at me. And I just kind of settle into it and fall asleep until inevitably 20 minutes later. She's like, what are you? Get off it. So you're doing? talking about position one. Yeah. That's position one. Yeah. Hardcore. I got to go. I go right into position one. Yeah. You want you position one? We're doing it right now. I'll take it right now. There's no, there's no sec, there's no second or third step. Position one is the step. Okay. I'll take it. I'll Decisive take, I'll take whatever position you got for me. Yeah. Position three is a good step too. Um, yeah, I, just, I I like sleeping in in the mornings. That's that's one of the things my wife has learned about me. She lets me do that. If you let me sleep in till like nine o'clock or nine thirty ish, I'm good for the rest of the day for whatever needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I'll run errands all day. I'll go to the mall. I'll go shopping. I'll work out with you. I'll go for a walk. I'll go to yoga. It doesn't matter. I'll do my taxes. I'll do all that shit. Just let me sleep in in the morning. If you don't, I have to do that, and I have to get Starbucks and some food in me, and then I'll be good for the rest of the day. But if you don't, if either of those things don't happen, then I am mm-hmm. a snippy bitch. <laughs> Nick. Yes. What's your topic? The topic comes from Patreon today. Oh, does it? Yes. From an old friend on Patreon. And, of course, my phone has just gone completely white right now. Because... Sorry. One second. You need to get one of that iPhone 6. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shahar. Hey, Shahar. Asks, Thanks for your support on Patreon.com slash kindoffunny. What are the age-old questions? Something I've often wondered about you, gentlemen. I know, I know Colin specifically because I've roomed with him now. And I've seen parts of his body that I don't even think he's seen, truth be told. Uh, parts that Possible. are soft and curvaceous. Uh, Shahar says, what is the best type of underwear? Boxers, uh-huh. briefs, brief boxers, Superman undies, commando. Please discuss. And if Nick wants to show up, show us his underwear, I wouldn't mind. Nick, 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 oh, Nick. This, this is fun. So I have one set of underwear that's the Christmas tree. Yeah. It's like the Christmas theme underwear that I'm like, oh, I got to get that out of the way first. It's got E3 next week and I can't wear Christmas got it. Un- holiday underwear. I can't die at E3 and have people here spread the it's room around be the Christmas like, underwear. You know, so I'm wearing the, the Christmas tree underwear. Let's see them. They're like... Oh, oh, that's cute. Yeah, okay. But boxers. Like They're boxers. They're regular boxers. So I'm segueing over to the boxer brief. Yeah, you are. That's uh, the future. Because it's a little bit more perfect. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's the perfect You underwear. just feel more secure, I think. But for the most part, I've always been a boxer guy. Because growing up in Southern California, um, it's really hot, hot. And you don't want anything on you. You start getting like that layer of sweat. I don't need that. You get like random... Like markings on you when you gotta take them off. No, 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 no. Thank you. I like the boxer. I like, well, you know, like, like if you if you're if they're too tight, they pinch your leg. Yeah, I mean, just go size up, man. Like, no, I like it. but then it yeah, defeats the purpose. Small. Then I've got then I've got too much material down there. And if you were in the skinny jeans, you know, you, uh, you, you uh, got the well, same that, problem. You got that's with the boxers. problem with boxers. That's the problem. The the bunching. I ain't down with that at all. So I've been wearing boxes for a long time, but I started doing yoga with my wife on a, pre- a pretty regular basis with the exception of the last couple of weeks because the live show pretty much killed me and I haven't recovered since. And now we're going straight into E3 and Comic-Con. You'll be fine. But what what was cool about it is when you do yoga, you can't, you're can't. you all you're all upside down and all sorts of crazy stuff. So if you're wearing boxers, chances are you're going to show the yoga instructor your ball sack. Yeah. Um, which I'm okay with personally. I don't really care. I think, I have, a lo- I, think I have a lovely set of balls. Yeah. Um, so it's Colin. Thank um, you. Jury's still out on Greg. I haven't seen his yet, but I, I don't want to room with him because he snores like a fucking I don't grizzly snore. bear. He snores. That's <laughs> it. You're making up stories about me. Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started wearing these Lululemon like boxer, like uh, they're like boxer briefs. I don't know. They have some sort of like ball catching name for them. I don't know what they're called. A ball catching name? 
But the reason What's I that like mean? them, Lulu Lemon Ballcatcher. It's like they're like they're like uh, I forget what they call them. It's something like like. Uh, I love uh, that you wear Lululemon. Nick. This oh yeah, is so oh, yeah, funny. I got, I got three pairs of Lululemon underwear that I wear to yoga specifically. But the reason I like wearing yoga is when I do yoga a lot, your quads get big and muscular. And they remind me of George St. Pierre's quads, who fight, who used to fight for the formerly the UFC, and he used to wear the same sort of un, like underwear tight short when he fought, and he always looked really cool. So in my brain, right before I go to yoga, before I put my clothes on, I throw on those Lululemon uh, boxer briefs. They're, they're hella tight, and I look at myself, and I throw a kick, and hopefully I didn't hurt myself, and then I put the rest of my clothes on, and I go to Namaste. Got it. Namaste. 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 Yeah, I wear boxer briefs. I Shabasta. used to be a boxer's guy, like I think most people are, mm-hmm. were. And they, it seemed like that was like the thing growing up, right? Yeah. You went from the whitey tidy whiteys, boxers, and those and, were cool. And now I've gotten to the boxer briefs. Yeah, boxers were fine, but they were, and that, but that was in the bad era. Gene era. Yeah, yeah there it's you like go. it's a different thing, man. Yeah, Marky and, Mark popularized them. He Mark did. Wahlberg. And now I'm in the boxer brief thing. A lot where the Michael Kors. That's mm. where I got started. With you him. couldn't get Michael Kors if you were fucking Michael Kors, Greg. That was a Nicki Minaj quote. Sorry, I couldn't get Keep that. My, my bad. Yeah. Well, who is she insulting? Huh? What is Anyways, that? Insulting? Just women in general. Oh, okay. But she wouldn't insult women because she's you know empowering towards women. But just the the women that aren't on her level, the basic bitches, if you will. Mm. She is a bad bitch. Yes, yeah, she's a bad bitch. They're soft. I mm-hmm. like that. They they're snug on the leg, which I like. And then there's plenty of room for every, all the ghibli bits to move around. But they're also they're they're they they don't not too much room. They're not just yeah, out no. there in the wind doing. They their have thing. their space. It's like a, a nice little sack for the sack. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. I've said this before, and I'll say it a goddamn again. Boxer briefs are the male equivalent to yoga pants. You get the yoga pants mm-hmm. on, and that's when you know that you're good. You're ready to look good if you're wearing yoga mm-hmm. pants. Mm-hmm. You're ready to look good if you're wearing fucking boxer briefs. Good point. You just that's have good. this different level of confidence. Like You just feel better about yourself. You're just like, check out the, what do you call them, the ghibli bits? Yeah. I like that. You know? I'm going to start calling them the peaches and cream. I mean, they can. that's whatever you want to call them. You're like... <laughs> Peach LaRue or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> but they just make you feel good and they put every, they present things nicely too. They do present nicely. Because they're kind of just like, hey, well, look see, at That's, that's look what at I like pouch. about it is because they suck everything in and then they let the right part have a little bit of space. Yeah. So it's almost like every part of your lower like body from that like mid-quad to waistline is Pushing toward your dick mm-hmm. and pushing your dick outwards yep. so it can be the noble peacock that you've always wanted it to be. When we did I, the last time in LA when I went down, I did lip sync battle again. At the end, I put on a dress and went out there and did a time of my life with Elliot Morgan. And we filmed an entire run of it. And at the end, the producer was like, that was great. We need to do it again. And Greg, you need to go put on shorts. We can see the outline of your dick. And it was a good outline of my dick. It wasn't that my dick looked bad. My dick was presentable for the entire audience. I know, me too. Because and that's usually, why tiny you dick, you baby have, dick. You have a little baby dick. And, well, little and, tootsie roll dick. And, you get, and what's so funny is that you have to go online to buy condoms that are specifically made for your the little dick. The tiniest condoms possible I have to go find. It's unbelievable. Colin does me a favor all the time, reminds me, leaves notes about the tiny condoms all over the house. It's great. I would forget about them. But this time, they were saying your dick's too big. Mm. I, you got to put on shorts. And I credit that. They didn't to just just to let you know. They didn't say it was too big, Greg. Sure, they, they just, just said, said it was noticeable. It was too noticeable. Yeah. Yes. No one said, because <laughs> Greg's dick is about the size. Think of a latex glove. Yeah. Think about the pinky the in a pinky latex, of a latex glove. glove. Yeah, then cut that in half. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's about how big Greg's so it's dick basically is. Basically, just the head of yeah. like a twelve-year-old penis. Yeah, basically. Okay. The 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 head uh, the, the Greg's penis the 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 head on Greg's penis is like a little thimble, mm-hmm. and then there's about a quarter of an inch of shaft. But then his balls are enormous. <laughs> and that's what's so mysterious. And sometimes 
his dick actually gets stuck somewhere in his balls. Like, uh, like it goes down. Like, it's like, like one it of those, like, yeah. those little inside. mushrooms. Don't ask me how I know. You ever seen those adorable little mushrooms? The That's chantrelles? what it sounds like. Is that what they're called? Chantrelles? Yeah, chantrelles. Sure. Chantrelles. Uh, or the uh, shiitake. I like the shiitake Shiitake mushrooms are big, though, aren't they? No, they're long and Oh, right, right, right. Like this big. Mushrooms like are cool. Mushrooms. We should do a topic with mushrooms sometime. Oh, I love mushrooms. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that in a drug addict way. Okay, guys? I mean that I'll I like mushrooms. I'll let the internet mushrooms. interpret that however they want. Um, I like boxers. I've always liked boxers. I went to the briefs for a little while, and I, I ran into... It was a conundrum because I ran into a, a, a litany of problems. Mm-hmm. My thighs are bigger than a normal person's thighs for my size mm-hmm. because of all the hockey I played. They're just yeah, huge. They're, they're just huge. Just, and they're, they're always so going to be that. And they're, always gonna, and they're always going to be big. They're like two Thanksgiving Day turkeys. So there's a lot of like rubbing kind of going yeah. on. Yeah. And what I found was that Heat. the fabric was going up and into the ball area, mm-hmm. like covering the grundle in such mm-hmm. a way that I would constantly have to uh, pick it out. Yeah, and like that. Yeah. It was just the way my body was built. So I went back to boxers um, and it worked fine. Now, I don't, I don't, you know, there's, there's a few problems here. Balls, are they getting a little more hangy? Sure, they are. Absolutely. They get Gravity get is relentless. Yeah. Uh, is it going to get to the point where they're not going to, you know, like those things you have on your desk where you have one ball yeah, and you're not, and, 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 and it's just, well, the, well, those will that be my balls between my kneecaps at one point? Mm-hmm, yeah, probably, probably. But the thing that's most important is: am I comfortable going through my day in the boxers? And the answer is yes, because a, I really don't give a fuck how I look, and b, I'm gonna keep repping the boxers till I die because it makes me feel young. The third thing is, is that I wish I can go commando, but I have a fear, and no. I would no, actually, no, I would no, absolutely no, no. go commando if. I was confident that I always would zip my, my zipper uh, up. But there's no confidence there. No. It will happen, and you will never forget it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that before? Yes. Oh, my God. It was I the have. worst. It was the worst, too. And we were getting ready. To, uh, this is with a past girlfriend. We were getting ready to have sex, too. And I went and peed. And then I was like, and I was like, yeah. like I was I'm just like in, in, the, in the room, like in the bathroom, like on the lock. I'm like, we are not about to get intimate at all. Right. I am off. I There's am. I got my baby dick stuck in my zipper. I'm on injury reserve. <laughs> if you guys take me to the hospital, I've amputated my baby dick. <laughs> um, but. Sleeping of just commando. Uh, speaking of just commando and stuff like that, I used to love for years sleeping naked, mm. and I I haven't done that in, in in some time. But I was I was a big fan for quite a while. Well, we did it butt naked. Oh, that was different though. You're yeah. on vacation. Did I tell you yeah. that one night Nick came in and I was in his bed because I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, post coital doesn't count as hey. sleeping naked. You know. Mm-hmm. We it's had just, some laughs though, didn't we? We had great. We giggled like school. Wait, now I want to go back to that. So post post coital doesn't count as being sleeping naked. Yeah, but, it does. But no, if you fall asleep just, naked, does that count or no? You're just talking about cuddling, or what are you talking about? No, like if you're naked after a sexual act, like that's just and you fall asleep. Yeah, you, that just happens to be. That doesn't count as sleeping naked. Yeah, no, I agree. Sleeping with you. naked, you need to go into it. Like at that point, you're sleeping in all this this goo and this ooze. That's, and yeah, this, that's the gross thing is that stuff. after sex, I feel the need to put on clothes pretty quickly because I'm like, there's so much. There's a lot of slippy slide kind I'm of fl- things I like going taking on it here. In. Mm-hmm. I, I just, like getting it into all of my like pores and stuff. Tim likes to just go down, like like just scrunch down into the fetal position and try to find whatever's wet down there and just put his face. To on To me, it. it's like I'm not sure is this is this me? Is this am I making? Is this wetness from me? Is this moistness from some other source? I need a barrier after that mm-hmm. to be put up. And that barrier is usually a pair of boxers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel safe mm-hmm. and secure mm-hmm. and snug mm-hmm. now again, in my, you know, with myself. Um, so I, I typically don't sleep naked with with someone else. I sleep naked by myself, sprawl the fuck out of my bed mm-hmm. naked. You better believe it. Yeah, but see, I, I even in non-sexual experiences and scenarios, I feel like I naturally create liquids, just a, li- a nice little like layer like, of Coca-Cola? moisture coming through. Yeah, a little coke seeping through. Yeah. In all my grundly areas. That's not what that brown liquid is. You know? 
What's up? Nothing. It's not so much brown liquid. I know, oh, I know. gotcha. I, gotcha. I, mean, yeah, I ain't making the poops, down. but it's just like, you know, butt sweats and stuff. I feel like I get a lot of butt sweat. I get a lot of like, you know, Gucci there. area, yeah. like no. just excretions. And it's, it's like, I don't, if I'm laying there, it's like, I don't want to be like getting that everywhere for everyone sure. else. Like, sure. I'm just like, you're polite. Yeah, you know, I'd... you were raised better than that. Mm-hmm. I always take, I usually take showers before I go to bed because I'm, I'm crazy about that kind of thing. Because uh, what's worse than a sweaty ass? Really, nothing. nothing. When you're walking and it's hot and there's a drip going down your back, uh, yeah. and then it goes directly into your ass. Crack. Well, the only thing worse you than are, that you know is what I'm talking boxer. about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Boxer brunching, man. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I hate it's the it. worst. Boxer brunching is just like it's a damn epidemic. We need to stop it. We should do something about Boxer this. Bunching. Now, going, yeah, when they all bunch up and yeah. stuff. I have some to, moves like, to alleviate organize. that. I can teach you guys. Well, yeah, you, you know, you, you do the whole stuff, but it's like everyone knows what you're doing. You gotta, yeah, but you gotta do the whole, like, yeah. You know, I do that in the bathroom all the time. You know, you like, like you're, like you're doing the tires at fucking mini camp. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've run to the combine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the thing with boxer briefs, though, is. Depending on where you buy them, they, there's different lengths. Some are closer to just briefs, but I don't like going that close. But there's certain certain places, H&M, they have a really nice set that uh, don't really have that long of the leg area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're very close to briefs. Is there a difference between boxer briefs and brief boxers? It's like red, orange, and orange, red. No, there's a boxer brief, and then there's another one that's, there's like three groups of that specific type. Of underwear, we'll have to look it up. But mm. like, and that's what I made that mistake last time I went to buy the Lululemon ones because the ones I bought were like really short. Uh huh. So they were basically tidy whities, but with a little bit. That's more what of I'm, a, I'm right now. I'm rocking some of those right. from H and M. Those are good. fine, but I like the ones that are a little bit longer, especially when I do yoga because if my if I'm upside down, I like if the pants come down. Yeah. I don't, you don't want to see those my pasty white thighs. I'm not, I'm not trying to show people that. I'm not trying to expose people to that horror. Um, also, your quads just look dope when they're covered in latex. <laughs> Or like spandex, yeah, that's the rather. thing, man. Not latex. Oh, you nearly outed yourself as a latex salesman. You want to be my latex salesman? No, I do. I do. Um, yeah, we gotta look those up. But yeah, so you you're both boxer briefs, and we're yeah, both you boxers. Your yeah. pants Kevin, pants? where do you come? Where do you come in on this? You just unzipped his pants completely. Boxer briefs. Good for him, okay. man. I mean, Live it out, Tim. Live out loud. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Right. Bravo. Thank I was you. hoping your phone could be bigger than that. Your phone is just really tiny. Yeah, actually, it's looking smaller these days. Did you get a new one that's smaller? I think his hands are getting bigger. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Google. Text Tim. That's not how it works. Send message. Thank you. You have to turn it on first. Okay, Google. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, so you turn your arm like that. That's unnecessary. I don't like that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of the Game Over Greggy Show. Thank you for joining us. Remember, each and every week, four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, you can get the whole show early over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny each and every Friday. But if you don't have any money to throw our way, no big deal. You can go to youtube.com slash kindoffunny, get the show broken up topic by topic, day by day, until we post the entire thing the following Friday as an MP3 and YouTube video. Gentlemen. Yes. Thank you for this. We now must begin breaking all of this down and mailing it to E3. Break it down. You're all writing funny stuff here? What do we got here? got to fuck, fuck, fuck your mouth. And then Colin's signature and fuck your mouth. Is that your signature, Colin? Yeah, with Stop my left hand. My with your left hand? We're having a good time over here. Is that you your notebook? Yeah. Oh, okay. Until next time. Also my pen. It's been our pleasure to serve you.